Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And in this episode, I am going to talk about debt versus investing. So answering the questions of do I clear debt and then invest or do I invest alongside clearing debt? And if I do choose to do them alongside each other, how do I do them effectively? Now, I'm not a financial advisor, so please don't take any of this as personalised financial advice and just make sure to do your own research about your own financial situation to do what works best for you. Now, let's get into it. One of the age old questions that I get quite a lot in the DMs is I currently have a lot of debt and I basically really want to start investing and building wealth for the future, but I don't know what to do first. What do I prioritize? Do I clear all of my debt first to become debt free and then start investing? Or do I try and do them alongside each other? Now, effectively, There is no right or wrong answer to this question. There is a question, sorry, there is a solution that will make more sense to someone else than it would to you. There's a solution that might make more financial sense that's going to essentially save you money. But you have to take into account all of the things about our mindset towards our debt, um, our financial goals and what we're trying to build for the future. There's all of these things we want to take into consideration. So things that are going to help you make this decision and to take into consideration is, first of all, your situation and your breakdown of your debt. Do you know how much you owe, who to, the interest on each credit card or loan? You know, what is it that you owe? What debt do you currently have that needs to be paid back? Then you also want to understand how you feel about that debt. Have you let go of the shame of getting into debt and are moving forwards to become debt free in a positive way? Are you confident in your abilities to not get back into debt if, you know, if the reason why you ended up with debt was down to like spending habits as opposed to like any kind of emergency or anything out of your control? But like asking yourself these questions about your mindset towards your debt and the emotions you have around it. And then also, what is your financial situation? Like, what is your income at the moment? Um, What are your expenses? So your fixed and your variables, what things are you spending money on? How much savings do you have? Or do you have an emergency fund? Like all of these things and asking yourself on top of this, what you value and what your goals are. Now, obviously, I just gave you a lot of things to think about there. You don't have to do it all now, but it's just sort of things to start to ask yourself, questions you should start to ask about your finances. Now, Let's look at it from a financial point of view. So when you ask yourself, do I pay off debt first and then invest or do I clear my debt alongside investing? From a financial point of view, if you can earn more interest on your money by investing than what your debts are costing you in interest, it makes more financial sense to invest. 
So let me give you an example. Let's say that you've got a credit card, you know, it's got a thousand, a couple of thousand pounds um, balance on it, but it's on a really low or a 0% interest rate. And when I say low, I don't know, like, you know, one to 2%. But your investments, let's say you're investing in a low cost index fund for a long period of time and you were making an average of 7%, you're comparing making 7% on the money that you invest over the 0% that you're not paying on those debts. So that in that scenario, you would be much better off investing your money alongside clearing your debts because there's no extra implications if you've got if, if you're not being charged any interest to pay that debt over a longer period of time if you're comfortable having the debt knowing that you're clearing it and that you're working towards not having that card or that loan anymore then and you're and you're okay with it then investing your money your extra cash into the stock market into the stock market to, you know, build wealth over a longer period of time is going to make more financial sense. Now, when this goes against you is if you have a credit card or a loan that has a super high interest rate. So like in the late teens, sort of like twenties, because then the debt would be costing you more than you make back from investing, which in that scenario before was 7% return. So you can see from a financial point of view, what would be the best. And in the second scenario, like in that instance, financially, you would be better off aggressively attacking the debt to ensure that you don't lose loads of money on interest and then investing after. But also another thing to take into account is, first of all, if it does, if you did do it that way around, how long is it going to take you to clear that debt? Because if it is a really, really long period of time and you're going to be missing out on years in the stock market, what we do know is like compound interest loves time. So the longer that you can be in the market, the longer that you can be investing, the better. And if you're losing out on years and years worth of investing due to clearing the debt, you're also losing out on years that your uh, money could be multiplying to build wealth long term. So there's that side. But what we also have to think about is investments go up and down, right? So the stock market it's, it, it's, how, it's how it works. It goes up and down with the economy. And there is no guarantee of making a specific return every month. And that's okay. You know, when we know that we invest, we know that our capital is at risk, but we do it with a strategy that, you know, we have a higher chance of being successful and getting a good return rate for the long term. That's why we invest for the long term, because a lot of the stats that we see about investing in index funds over a longer period of time is that it's time that makes the difference. Because if there's any stock market crashes or dips, the thing that recovers your money and builds the value back up is time. So if your debts are low, or have no interest, starting to invest as soon as possible to build wealth for the future is really important. Because investing for the future is helping you beat inflation so that you don't lose the value of the money that you're putting aside. And it helps you grow your your financial independence because it means that you don't have to rely on somebody employing you or giving you money for a job. So trading your time for money, because the older you get, the less you want to do that. Like you don't want to be at 65 or, you know, even whatever age and being like, oh, I'm really done with work. I'm tired. Maybe I'm ill. I'm, you know, whatever. I want to spend time with my family and then not be able to have the option to stop working. Or maybe you do, but that would surprise me if you did. Um, And that doesn't go for, you know, oh, I run my own business or I absolutely love my job. It's not about loving your job. It's about giving yourself that freedom and that independence 
of money. So if you can make your money work hard for you now, so that in 20, 30 years time, you have more independence and choice over how you live your day to day, that is what investing is going to do for you. So if that's what you want, the sooner you can start investing, the better. So for me, I was always like, you know, like I'm saving money. I had like 15, 20,000 pounds sat in cash, which obviously felt amazing because I was like, oh my God. And what it gave me was that sense of security in the presence. I could open my bank account. I could see that I had a bunch of money sat there and it made me feel at ease because I was like, if anything happens, I can pay for it. If, you know, if I need money for something, if I want to do whatever. Now, if I wanted to quit my job, for example, I would have a chunk of money that I could use for a set period of time, but that money isn't regenerating itself and making a big enough to return to cover the cost of what my wages were, which is essentially what you're trying to do when you're older. So that when you retire, you need a certain amount of money to retire on, right? So you can continue to live a nice lifestyle. So when you then think about using investing for that purpose, you're basically getting to the point where you say, I have enough money in my investment account to be able to choose whether to work. If I want to carry on working because I love my job or I love what I do or I love, you know, amazing, but it's having the option. Investing gives you those options and those choices for the long term. So Let's talk about if you are planning to clear down your debt. So if you listen to this and you go, do you know what? Um, Actually, my debt is really manageable. The interest isn't that high. Maybe the balance isn't that high. I'm confident that I can, you know, pay it off within a decent amount of time. It makes sense for me to start investing alongside that. Then here are some steps you can take. First up, make a clear plan to clear your debt. So, You want to get all of your ducks in a row, find out who you owe money to, how much, what the interest is, all of those things, which you would have done from like figuring out which one to do. But take all of that and work out how much you can afford to put towards the debt every month um, by making a monthly spending plan. And then that allows you to look at your disposable income after your uh, bills have been paid and after, you know, um, like rent and electricity and food and all stuff like that. Look at the disposable income and work out how much, what percentage of that you're going to put towards debt and then what percentage of that you're going to put towards investing. Now, after that, you want to learn how to invest. You want to make sure you understand what it is that you're investing in and how you can make your money grow over time. You want to have that confidence in yourself and your knowledge and be prepared before you start investing. So basically having an emergency fund saved in cash. Even if you don't have the whole thing, uh, even having some money in cash is going to be really, really useful because if you're clearing debt at the same time and also investing, if something happens, maybe you lose your income or your income drops or there's an emergency, you don't want to have to get into more debt to cover it. You want to basically go, oh, I've got myself a little emergency fund. It's got some cash in it. Happy days. So we want to think about that. But once you've learned how to invest and you're confident in yourself, then you can invest. You start growing your money. Now with that extra cash, even if that is like 50 quid a month and that's how it starts and you add it up over time, absolutely amazing. Like it's all about having that starting point. Now, as you're clearing your debt, you want to make sure that you feel motivated to carry on 
clear in it, right? Sometimes it can be really demotivating putting money towards something that you're not getting to see because when you take out debt for like credit cards or loans and you're spending that money, you get the instant gratification of what it is that you've bought in the now, but then you have like the consequence of having to clear it afterwards. So it's like you get the fun thing first and then you have to deal with the poopy part. Whereas saving for something, you do it the other way around. You save first. I'm saying that's the poopy part, but you know what I mean? You're like not getting to enjoy the fruits of your loins straight away. You're putting that money into something. But then at the end of that, as the reward for the hard work of saving, you then get to spend it on a thing. And then there's no later consequences of buying that thing because you've already paid for it up front. So you want to to stay motivated to clearing your debt, connect in with what it is that you're doing and what kind of life you're building. So understanding what it is that you're working towards. So if you have a big life goal, maybe it's to go traveling, it's to set your own business up, it's, you know, to own your own house. Whatever your big goal is, whatever your big life goal is, and you can have more than one, is to keep and hold that vision Clearing your debt is part of that. And if you feel any emotional like uh, blocks like, or you start to feel shame or guilt about what has happened in regards to the debt and how you've got debt to clear, it's totally normal and okay to feel those feelings, but you want to basically work with them, move through them, and then forgive yourself and accept the situation as it is so you can move forwards. Because to be motivated on the journey, you it, it needs to be some way a positive experience of like, yes, I'm working towards financial freedom and financial independence. Now, of course, you could, you could, you know, say things like, I really regret that I spent all of this money on this stuff. I don't have anything to show for it or I was overspending or whatever it was. But th- those feelings aren't going to get you anywhere. Now, when we think about motivation, there's usually like a scale. You usually are motivated away from pain or towards pleasure. Now, if you're motivated away from pain, that's an amazing place to get started with doing something, but it's not sustainable. Whereas if you're motivated towards pleasure, it's more sustainable. So if we take the example of working out, right? Let's say you've been a couch potato and you're not feeling your best self. You're feeling a bit podgy. You're feeling a bit unhealthy and you go, okay, I want to do something about this. I'm so sick of feeling shit. I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start eating healthy. So that motivation away from pain is what got you kickstarted. Now, as soon as you start to lose weight, feel better, get healthier skin, all of these things that you're aiming for happen, the pain is no longer there. So the chances are, you won't be as motivated to carry on doing the things that got you there. Whereas if you're motivated towards pleasure and you say, actually, I want to do all of these things because they make me feel good. I want to do it not because I don't want to feel shit, but because I want to feel good. By the time you get there, you'll carry on doing the things, the hard things it takes to get there, the consistency, the habits. And the same goes for your money. So if it's like, oh my God, I'm in debt. It's so stressful. I'm spending so much money every month. You know, it's overwhelming. And that kickstarts you on your debt-free journey. First of all, be proud of yourself for those steps and taking that action. But secondly, as you start to clear the debt and you get further away from the pain, and this is why sometimes people end up in a debt cycle of continuing to do it and they no longer have the pain of the debt and they're debt-free, sometimes it can be really easy to fall into old habits of maybe overspending or spending money that you don't have or whatever it is. 
because the pain feels so far away. So you want to motivate yourself towards something in the future, which is to do with your financial goals and the life that you're trying to create. That is what's going to keep you motivated on that journey of clearing debt. And if you are in a position where you can invest alongside it, you can actually start to get excited about the what your investments are doing and how you're building wealth. Because part of it is just clearing debt. That's just part of the process in your financial journey. And that's totally okay. So if you can invest alongside it, you can get excited about what that's creating. So they're the kind of practical like mindset tips to help you understand whether you should clear debt first and invest after or invest alongside it and also how to do it effectively. So I hope you found that useful. And the day that this is going to be going out is the last day that you can join the Feel Good Investor mini course, which is a mini course where you can, where basically it's got free live sessions. One is going to be all about teaching you exactly how to invest into the stock market to grow your money over time, strategies, um, things that I invest in, etc. The next session is going to be all about how to step into an investor's mindset. What mindset do you need to have to believe in yourself and have confidence in growing your money and other like investing mistakes to avoid? And then the last session is going to be like a Q&A where you can bring all and any questions. There are no stupid questions. You bring them all to me and I can just answer any of them, any, any of them, any of them to help you feel confident. And by the end of it, you're going to go from feeling confused to confident to actually invest your first pound and start growing your money and working to work towards financial independence. So check it out the link to that is in the show notes and i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will see you all next week